Yo, hey, what's going on? What's going on? How's everybody doing out there? Yo, the family chaos is on. Yep. Guys, we are full-fledged, 100% hardcore going um, chaotic with the family right now. That's right. We just ate dinner, and everybody's fully energized for the rest of the night. That's right. That's right. We got babies learning to walk and crawl and yell and scream and... Uh, Fighting, fighting, yeah. fighting oh, too. Oh, yeah, that's, that's getting interesting. That's getting interesting. Um, who gonna, you got your money on, Junior? Um, in, in five years, who you got your money on? Oh, no, in five years, they're going to be all even. But right now, you know, I got I to gotta go with the older boys. Um, in five years, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, we were talking about it the other day. Noah seems like the ringleader. Yeah, um, he's aggressive. But I, Nick could definitely be the enforcer, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the he's the he's the brute in the in the in the mix. The, yeah, you're gonna do what we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. All, all, all we're doing is raising bodyguards for ourselves, bro. That's, that's basically right. it. So, guys, so man, thank you so much for all of you that have been listening to the family chaos. It has been you know really heartwarming to see the numbers go up. <laughs> I want to, so, I want to, you know, remind you that wherever you're listening, please hit that subscribe button so you get the notifications that, yo, there's a new episode going up. God willing, we stay consistent. So far, we've been uploading once a week. Um, every Saturday morning, you should be able to hop on, whether you're listening on Spotify, um, Anchor, Apple iTunes, um, even Google, Google Podcasts, Facebook. We're posting. Make sure, make sure you follow us there. We have um, the Facebook. Bro, we're gonna have to start, you know, posting like just random stuff. We're gonna, we're gonna have to some family chaos memes okay. or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I have a baby here. Hold on, give me a second, guys. No, don't worry about it. But um, guys, thank you so much for staying tuned and continue share it, share it. This is how the word gets out. Honestly. We ain't putting up no billboards anytime soon. No. Uh, no. So if you could share this with your loved ones, man, it really would help yeah. us out. Right now, it's just simply word of mouth. That's right. If you got a, if your friends are, if you're near a friend right now, just grab their phone, hack yep. into it, subscribe yep. to us, and then they'll get our notifications too. Yep. Do it. Do it. All right. And that's the family chaos wherever you're gonna find us, or just family chaos. Um, man. I'm 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 really looking forward to this next topic, bro. Yeah, yeah. These topics, by the way, are completely random. We just usually decide like right before we go on. <laughs> yeah. So just, there's no there's no pre-planned uh, dialogue that we have. Yeah. So what you're hearing is just complete random utterances of, uh, of two middle-aged men here. Hey, 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 hey. Um, but not and honestly, it's it's kind of interesting because it's a lot of times it's whatever. Like just pops up during the week, um, so I do think at least it's in that sense it's kind of relevant um, to us and it's at least to, to the times, right? Yeah, yeah. So, sometimes it is. Yeah. And so other I, times it's just we're talking and we just go with it. Yeah, and I, and I think it's also kind of weird that now we start conversations and we're like, oh no 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 wait wait let's let's save that for the podcast. Yeah, stop stop her. <laughs> And be like, oh, so... Um, so right now you guys are basically getting 
into our level of friendship here. We're bringing you guys into it because this is yeah, what our conversations yeah, yeah. always look like, just about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like, wait, 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 wait. There's a, there's a biblical topic that's coming up. Put that on pause. Let's pause. use that on. Let's <laughs> yeah. put that on the podcast. Um, yo, so how's Bitcoin going? <laughs> so Big, like something. Bitcoin politics. <laughs> yeah, but we don't talk about the Bible unless we're on here. Yeah, well, nah, well, that's not <laughs> true. But with, with, the, with the juicy stuff, we're trying yeah. to save it for here. Um, because unfortunately, we've had the experience where, um, and you guys already know this, but um, we record something, and for some one reason or another, it get lost or you know it gets warped mm-hmm. or something. Um, we're not able to put it up for you guys, and then we're like, all right, let's let's get back on that topic. And but it's not the same without that genuine conversation, yeah, like that genuine back and forth. It's not natural. Um, but then again, maybe it's that the Lord willed it that way. You never know. Yeah, and again, not, that was that was a, that was a tough one. That was that that topic that God, the one I'm talking about specifically. Um, it was one of the that, most interactive between the two of I us. Think, I think it was probably one of the best ones, but I think and as far as the church goes, hmm. it's probably one of the most, like, dividing. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and not and to God mention, knows what he's doing. Not to mention, you you and I are usually on uh, the same page with a vast majority of our theology. Yeah. But that was an instance where we actually and went even, back and forth. And even then, even then, it was like, you know, is, yeah. is this an essential? Yeah, and, and then we can it's not. But uh, we'll we'll have to have the conversation further down the road so it's it's more genuine again. It's yeah. not articulated or yeah. and, hey, and 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 it'll be better because we'll both be more developed in that idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yo, I, I, right now everybody's like, "Yo, what are they, what are they talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> but um, unless you want to hear it in slow motion. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Unless you want, you know, like an hour and a half is just drunk, <laughs> but whatever. Mm. So. Today, today I actually brought up Siandri. Man, we need to talk about hermeneutics. Let's do it. I I, I like the topic. Yo, I I love it's, the topic. As soon as soon as I knew what that what it what hermeneutics was, I was like, why isn't anybody? Why isn't everybody just? This is should be the first thing you start off with. Yeah, yeah, and and most people don't. Most laymen, and laymen meaning like people that haven't studied these topics don't know what that word even means. Yeah. So, um, yeah. How, how do you define this word? Hermeneuticas. The way that I always learned it and I view it is how to properly come up with an interpretation from what you read in scripture. Okay. Okay. Going through your steps. Yeah. And, it's it's really it's it's essential because there's a lot of crazy ideas out there. There's so many crazy. So ideas. You, you have to know how to properly interpret. You can't just say I feel like it means this. Yes. Or, I Ooh. feel like it means that. You know that's actually that's actually funny. I, I, I'll I'll talk about um my how the, how I was presented with the definition. But that's one of the things when I first became a Christian that was one of the most annoying things where you were like in a Bible study or whatever. And the person teaching would say, I think. Yeah, yeah. That, and it's like. Automatically, that should set off an alarm, yeah, a, re- a red flag in your yeah. mind. Just straight up cringe, yo. It's yeah. like. Eh. Now, I think. I'm not, I'm not here for what you think, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, show me, you know? show me. What, I want to know what God thinks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Um, and that was a tough one. But when I, when I, when I first got confronted with hermeneutics, 
how it was defined is that hermeneutics is the art and science of biblical mm. interpretation. Mm. Oh, I like I just love that definition. That, that's a that's a Webster's dictionary. Is it? <laughs> that, I don't know. That, that, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I said I don't know. I don't I, I don't know exactly where I picked it up, but that I think that's I, that's how it was presented to me. The art and and I love the combination, the art and science of biblical interpretation, because you need to understand. Um, the dynamics in the art form of which it is. It, it, it is an art. Yeah. Um, a work of art. And there's it, a proper way to do it. Of course. Of course. And, 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 and I feel like if you don't have that understanding of what's the proper way to do it, then you fall prey to, you know, misinterpreting things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You fall prey to, you know, falling for, you know... Things that we're gonna talk about, like Jesus was a racist. Oh Lord, there <laughs> we go. We're about to. But yeah, that we'll 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 get to that though. But okay, Yandri, what, what's up? What's up? Treat me like I'm, you know, some five year old little boy that has never read anything about hermeneutics or anything like that. How do I go about it? What is the proper way um, to interpret scripture? What would you say is Number one essential. Number one. Um, okay, so the number, the way I was taught or the way I've learned it, mm. it's the same way you learn it in English, right? In English classes. Okay. You go through the five W's. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I see where you're going. So for those that yeah. should know this, what's the first W? It's the who. Yes. So who. And who could... Uh, Involve multiple who's in the story. You yeah. need to know everybody. You need to know, first of all, the person that's speaking. Okay, so what you're talking about in context. All right, because mm-hmm. I, I totally took it elsewhere. Okay, where and you, then at? I where was, you at? And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. That Even that is up for interpretation. So you're talking about whatever piece of scripture you're reading. In that, you want to know who's the person speaking. Who is the person speaking? And who is he talking to? Are they speaking to? Yes. Okay. Perfect. I, so, I thought I thought you were gonna go with um, who's the person that wrote the book in the first place? That but that that's all. Well, I was that like, could, wait. I mean, that could be that. It, that it could, could be, the, be a who. It, it could well. be the same person, but it, yeah. the most time, most of the time, they're telling the story, and it's not the same person that's speaking mm-hmm. in it. But whatever. Yeah, so, I, I I would agree. I would agree. I think. I think I would probably want to push somebody towards fundamentals first. Um, And my biggest, biggest, biggest one, which I would say is number one, guys, if you're reading the word, this is the number one thing I think (laughs) that you should do. Red flags. (laughs) Red flags up. Allow scripture to interpret scripture. I think that is number one. Because a lot of times you go into a portion of those scriptures and you're like, oh, it says, you know, flipping flopping. Oh, I think flipping flopping means this. Instead of going into the Bible and looking for all the other references to flipping flopping mm-hmm. and being like, what is the Bible talking about when it comes to flipping flopping? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that way you, you, you take yourself out of the interpretation process and you make the Bible the um 
you know, not not only the 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 code to be written, but it's also the 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 codex, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the um what what do you call like uh that like the key to 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 interpret something, right? Okay, yep. Not on not only is the Bible the the secret message, but it's also the glasses you put on to read that secret message. Am I? Am I amen. Amen. You know what I mean? And and I it's funny because I just encountered this a few weeks ago when Where? I was reading scripture because okay. Says that Eve desired what her desire was for her husband. Yeah. Right. Your desire will be for your husband. Yeah. Sounds like a good thing when you sit when you oh she desires her husband, right. To, to me it sounds like a good thing. But then I was like, all right, I did. I took the step that you even that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Let's compare scripture with scripture. Yep. So I saw that same terminology in another story. Where? Where it says Cain desired Abel. Ooh, that's not. Had a that, desire for Abel. That wasn't a good thing. It's not right. Yeah, because one of those one of those didn't come back. <laughs> yep. So you see that. Um, I found the true interpretation of what that meant by looking elsewhere mm-hmm. in the scripture, which mm-hmm. Cain desired the position and the relationship yeah. that Abel had. It was a jealousy thing, yeah. an envy. And when God puts that on the woman, it's like she desires the position of the man. There you go. There you so, go. Right? That's Normally, a good one. That, and I just, that hit me a few weeks ago and I looked it up and... That's what makes us students, right? Yeah. So that that's a way that you compare scripture mm-hmm. with scripture. Yep. And without that context and just having, if you go, oh, desire, let me go look up desire in the dictionary and then and let me find out what the interpretation is in the, in the Bible. But we know that a lot of things are in context and that's not how they work. Yep. So number one, allow scripture to interpret scripture, right? That, that, that's, that's if, if I was teaching anybody, that is what I would be like, number one, this is what you need to do. Um, like, just go in with that mindset. Um, and, and, and I don't, I don't want to bombard people with more words, but um, when, when, I, when I was alluding to uh, the idea of allowing Scripture to interpret Scripture in the sense that you take yourself out of the interpretation process... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yandri, hit us with the definition of exegesis and eisegesis. If you- okay, so when you do, uh, I call it exegetical work, when you actually mm-hmm. take a portion of scripture mm-hmm. and you go through those W's that I had or and you literally extract every little P, every little word. You, you can even go down to word studies with this. Yeah. And you take out the meat of the scripture. And that's all it is. You take it out, you dissect it, and this is what it is. Now, you have the scripture for what in its purest form for what it is. So like God sending his only begotten son into the world. You get into anthropology. What is the condition of mankind? Why does God, and then you, you compare scripture with scripture and you keep going and you don't hit that step where you bridge it yet. Okay. So an exegetical is just purely scripture. Yeah. After you get to that point, then you can bridge it and see if your interpretation properly 
Okay. Aligns with what you came up with. All right. And then and then eisegesis? Eisegesis. I don't remember the terminology. For okay, this okay, brother. okay. Well, um, I remember exegesis because okay. I do all my stuff exegetically. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> and that's probably the the pre the, the boring preachers that are like going word for word exactly reading a scripture yeah, and preaching yeah. that way. Um, those are probably my favorite ones. Right. They're not the most entertaining. They're not, hey, but, it, but depend, de- depends on your definition of entertaining. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Those would entertain me. The people that are like emotions, 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 feel, feel, feel. You get nothing but, but I'm like, illustrations and visuals. I, I want to throw over my mouth a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> but um, yeah, so these are two terms that come up with the art and science of biblical interpretation because it's telling mm-hmm. you. Um, two different ways of interpreting scripture. Exegesis and eisegesis. So exegesis, E-X, right? To extract, mm. right? Meaning that you, when you, you yourself go into the word, you take the interpretation out from inside of the word, right? Eisegesis is the other way around. You're actually coming with your own interpretation and then going in and forcing it in to... <laughs> so that... Okay. So to, to what you're looking for. And and we see this a lot. And again, not to judge anybody on their preachings, but and I and I'm I'm guarantee you that mm. in my early days of preaching or in the when we get themes and stuff for services. It's frustrating, right? I've I know I've I know that I've done this mm. where I'm like, I know what I want to say. Now let me go into the Bible and find something that says what I want to say. Yep, yeah. But that's dangerous. That is, that is. That's dangerous. That's called, um, when someone preaches with that style, that sermon style is called topical preaching. Yeah. They preach on a topic, but it kind of aligns with what they're, and, and it, I would say probably 90% of the ministers that you see on TV or yeah. that you go to their church, it's a topical sermon. Yeah. And, and I'm not, again, I wouldn't be against it, right? I'm not against it. If if you're reading scripture and you come across a topic and you preach on that topic, that's fine. You can be a, you can be a topical preacher, right? But when you already have your agenda, mm-hmm. and then you're like, now I need to make the Bible say this. Yeah, you know oh, what yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's dangerous. Ooh, that's it, just just saying he, it. It makes me mm, cringe, man. So, on the lighter form of that. Yeah, you get topics about love. A lot of topics about mm-hmm. love. That's what I'm saying. Which you hear, you hear a lot in the church. Yeah. Um, it's not and bad. That, that's not as dangerous. I mean, it's not necessarily can, bad. Yeah, it's not. Ne- yeah. But then, if the scripture works on your behalf, yeah, and the scripture works around what your ideologies are, yeah, then what can you get, Junior? You get. Uh, heresy. <laughs> heresy. <laughs> you get a lot of false teachings. You get um, people preaching that, you know, Jesus said a racial slur. <laughs> um, Have you ever, Junior, um, went with something that you believed, and then you went to Scripture, and you realized you were wrong, and oh, changed your mentality? All the time. Honestly? All the time. And this is why this, this is why it's like, let scripture interpret, interpret scripture. Because I'm the kind of person that likes to read the word in order. I don't like jumping around. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now I might do it because you know, obviously, after you read it a couple of times, you're like, all right, let me let me yeah, you know, find something. I'm gonna go here. Um, but for years, years, it was like I started Genesis and don't even talk to me about Matthew until I'm I'm past Isaiah and all that. Like I'm going in order. Um, and in doing so, my 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 first walks with God were like God. Everything you present to me in your scriptures, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a uh, uh, a conscious choice to apply it to my life, right? Yep. And um, this is gonna this might be a little TMI, but um, I guess whatever we're here. <laughs> um, and I came across the whole idea of circumcision in the Old Testament, right? The Jews yeah. need to be circumcised, and there's a many events where probably the bloodiest war. Um, was when they walked around the walls of Jericho because they were all <laughs> freshly circumcised. Mm-hmm. Um, That's got to feel nice. <laughs> yeah, grown <laughs> at, grown grown men. <laughs> Going to war, just freshly circumcised. Um, and ma- maybe that's why God was like, you know what, guys, just walk it off. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do the heavy lifting. Because yeah. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> they were all struggling. <laughs> they, going were around, all, yeah. they were all, they were already hurt, yo. Um, <laughs> So whatever, I went through that journey. I was like, man, you know, this is something that's it's a, it's a, it's a essential. It's something that, you know, as believers, we should, we should be doing. Like, mm-hmm. this is something that we should promote, we should push. Because it tells you God's people are known, at least in the Old Testament, through the circumcision. circumcision that's right. Right? You could have... You could have hid, yo. You could have talked in an accent, ran away from somewhere, and 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 try to hide you, who you were. But when you got caught, and you're like, no, 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 I'm, you know, I'm from um, North Africa, or I'm from, you know, Russia or whatever. And they're like, put your pants down. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's no hiding that. There's no yeah. hiding that. And I I think it's a beautiful thing because it's literally in the most intimate part of who you are. Is where you're gonna be identified. That'll preach. Don't steal my preaching, bro. That's 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 what that'll preach. And whoever's listening to this, don't don't steal preachings, guys. Come on with your own stuff. Um, but I I went through that journey, and then I got to the New Testament, mm-hmm. and Paul is like, uh, it's about a circumcision of your heart, and I was like, oh man, yeah, just yep. completely like flipped me. And and the, the crazy thing is that it was it was I was actually at a camp when I was going through all of this. And I finally got to that part of Romans that is like, you know, it's not about the flesh. It's about the circumcision of your heart. Yep. And, yep. and that's the beauty that Jesus takes all the Old Testament um, physical things that he had the people of Israel go through and flips it to the world. And it's like, it's, be, it's, it, it's about the physical, but it's beyond that. It's about the spiritual. And this is how you need to apply it to everybody. And, oh, man, it was, it was just a beautiful thing. Amen. But that... If you don't allow scripture to interpret scripture, I'd still be over here talking about, yo, you need to cut your tip off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and this is extremely prevalent in the Pentecostal churches. If you're Pentecostal. Yes. Where, Unfortunately. Yes, where you get all these strict teachings and then you see that a lot of them have no biblical merit whatsoever. No, nothing at all. And you have to virtually, if you were raising that, you have to unlearn mm-hmm. everything that you were taught. Yeah. How many times have I heard, um, we were just talking about it, my wife and I, that somebody she was talking to said that 
they didn't feel worthy of following Jesus. So that's what holds them back because they don't, they're not living right. Right? Okay. There's, there's parts of that where I'm like, yeah. And parts of that where I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) But when you see in scripture, Jesus, all the followers of Jesus were broken people. Nobody came with everything made to Jesus. Nope. But in following him, they learned. Yep. And he molded them. So for for people to say, oh, to for a Christian, you got to be perfect. The only way we're perfect is through the sacrifice that he made. Yep. Nothing that we did, right? And 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 that's the beauty of, and we'll we'll get to back to once saved, always saved. <laughs> but that's the beauty of the idea that even when I say I'm clean and I'm justified mm-hmm. and I'm saved, it's not me. It's I've I've been he he's called me he's declared me clean and justified mm-hmm. and that's the only reason I can say it. Amen. It's amen. the only reason. So when people say that, they already have in their mentality from when they were raised that if you're a Christian, you can't smoke, you can't drink, you can't listen to worldly music. Yeah. You can't do this. You have a list of do nots. Yeah. When the only thing that Jesus tells his followers to do is one thing. In the very beginning, and that's follow me, right? Yeah. Obviously, you know, that, that that means a lot of things. Yes. But um, but yeah, of course. There's like are oh man, that's that's a tough one because are you worthy? No. Mm-hmm. Um should you feel worthy? No, you shouldn't. Just gotta sorry guys, the lights are just flickering uh, here a little bit. Um, the power of God is descended upon us. You Amen. Could, yeah, it's just our juniors based on the sound bars making the it's too much. Shake. It's too much. Nah, it's too much power. <laughs> no, Sophia, don't touch it. It's yeah. There you go. Now we're on. We're on. Thank you, Sophia, for trying to help. <laughs> but um, the I think I think I think a lot of it comes from like good intentions because people don't want to make other people feel bad. Um, so they want to like tiptoe through scripture, but you can't, man. You need the fullness of the gospel. You need the fullness of the word. And guess what? How am I going to tell you to repent from your sin if you think you're perfect? Yeah. So mm. So at the same time, you got to know that you're a sinner. Yeah. It takes that that acknowledgement. And not only that, you you have to be I feel like you need to be broken by your sin. That's why I I enjoy the old school preachers that they would preach on how on hellfire for an hour and a half off you salvation for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What was I, it John I, Wesley with his uh with the sermon he had that the only yeah. thing that holds us Back from hell is a layer of, of earth. Yeah, yeah. And that the only thing we're hanging on is a strand of God's mercy. There you go. <laughs> that, and, but that's what I'm saying. And obviously, whatever, times change and people, whatever, um, they change. Again, I'm not I'm not here to bash anybody's mm. preaching style or whatever. Um, but they're, they're, I think, again, when it comes to interpreting, not only a, 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 a complex idea like salvation, mm-hmm. um, and when it comes to interpreting scripture, you have to be aware that there's a right and a wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And I, and 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 with I feel like with all, every topic that we're gonna touch, um, 
this is probably even if we don't mention it on in the the bottom you know core the core of what we're talking about yes. is going to be biblical biblical interpretation so we're talking about like they they preach about love and they do these topical sermons but then you get the other extreme end junior with well, what's what, the other with, with with what you showed me today oh you where, want you want me to show them bro yeah yeah let's see if we can we play that or yeah we i'm sure uh which one i think i should <laughs> i think I, the both both we can talk about both but um okay okay maybe um, give them some context before we yeah we show it um oh man it's it's so it's so sad that we've come to this so um what yandri is talking about is again some things have been coming up where um you know you just end up questioning all kind of sound logic and reason mm. um and 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 i i think this is this is a good at least starting point for 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 what we're talking about okay and how how something can go completely all right because i think in this particular one the person speaking knows about the idea this concept in scripture but that's all they know i doubt they've ever read a word of the bible or if they did they did it with their own agenda in mind uh, to shape their ideas you have around. you have you have to oh and we'll we'll talk about the other guy but um mm-hmm. you have to either come in with an a, a strict agenda and care nothing about truth or you you probably got to be missing some kind of brain cells or something but um <laughs> let's 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 let's, let's just have you guys listen to this um, and perhaps you, you've, you've seen it before online and internet's probably doing the rounds or whatever, but, um, let's, so you know what we're talking about. This is an easy one. If you espouse to the idea that Jesus was born of a virgin birth, then Jesus could not have had male chromosomes. Therefore, Jesus had only female chromosomes. started over <laughs> to hear the beginning of that. All right. All right. All right. So, um. Basically, the so the the video that's going around is somebody that's all there's not you know not not to not bashing on any of this, but somebody that's um all tatted up um and doesn't necessarily look like somebody that you know, has it all put together. Yeah. Um, but I I'll start over from the beginning. Yeah, well, it was, was kind of hard um to hear. Let's start over from the beginning. Um, again, there's somebody making a statement on Jesus and who he was. Instead, here you go. This is an easy one. If you espouse to the idea that Jesus was born of a virgin birth, then Jesus could not have had male chromosomes. Therefore, Jesus had only female chromosomes. Tough to argue with that logic. And presented as masculine. So, Jesus was non-binary. And in terms of male and female, and the Hebrew, the word that was used for and describes a spectrum. Masculine and feminine is a sociological construct that is dependent upon the society with which you are talking about. Gay! That that last part was was unexpected. Um, That was an excerpt from from another show, but they 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 were showing this video on there. (laughs) Um, But, bro... 
So uh, that that was a lot to to take. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many places where is this is the family chaos. My family. Yes, we can hear everything that's going on. Don't worry about it. Oh, you can you can hear us, or we can hear you. uh, Audience, uh, people that are listening to us. Um, the family is concerned that they're being too loud, but um, <laughs> little do they know, little little do they know, um, we we knew we knew that this would happen. That's why this is called family chaos. She said she didn't want any copyright infringements. Oh, if no, you no. hear some music or an extra in the background, uh, don't worry. We don't do worry. not own any copyrights. Uh, no, <laughs> honestly. Ninety nine percent of the time it's probably some some Disney something or whatever. Yeah. And and we'll we'll have to do some biblical bashing on them. On day. Disney. Yeah. On Satan Plus. <laughs> <laughs> but um let's get back to this lady. Um or this guy, honestly, I don't I don't I don't know. Uh you can't really tell yeah. um we're gonna refer to it in the in the in the, in neuter. the neuter. In the neuter. <laughs> Because we're not, we're just not sure, okay? <laughs> but this person, <laughs> yeah, let's just say this person, whatever. This person, yeah, this <laughs> person, because I, I honestly why, don't know. Why do we have to identify that part of their life? Hey, the mind your business, all right? <laughs> but um, but this person, all right. So the first thing they talked about, um, is that Jesus is non-binary. Yes, and. You guys heard it. Yeah. Because uh, apparently Jesus only has 23 chromosomes, right? Um, and apparently they're all female. Yeah, I guess. So Jesus was female and was non-binary. That's... Yeah, yeah. The, what that's they said, yeah. That person's logic. That all he all, he only had feminine chromosomes because he was born of a virgin. Um Yet he presented as male, therefore he's non-binary. Honestly, if if I knew nothing of scripture, and I kind of had a split mind of scientists completely rigid, um, he was born of a virgin, right? I have to be completely rigid, rigid, born of a virgin, right? Only has female chromosomes, right? And at the same time, um, believe in the miracle. Of the virgin birth. Um, I don't know if you can believe in the both things and and kind of get there, but obviously Jesus in the scripture he presented himself as masculine. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. And he would have been Jewish, right? And what's mm-hmm. the sign of being a Jew? Oh, we you just are, talked about it. We are circumcised. Circumcision. Right? So he obviously yes. was a circumcised. Yes. Man. Yeah. Um, and not to get into the weeds about this, um, because this is actually extra biblical things. Um, mm-hmm. if if you have any extra time, look into Ron White and his 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 archaeological digs in Israel, or whatever. Um, but the idea is that Jesus is fully human, right? If Jesus is fully human, he has to have forty six chromosomes. That's right. Correct. Twenty three. And 23. Yes. 23 from mom, 23 from dad. Or, if he's supernatural, right, he could have a doubling of his chromosomes 
and only have one Y chromosome, according to Ron White. Um, but either way, either way, um, what is sexuality, Jesus' sexuality, when is that ever an, uh, a relevant issue in Scripture? Can you t- show me one time? Never. 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 May, may, maybe we can make an argument of him being the firstborn of Mary and Joseph, and that's kind of the reason why the prophecy of um, him being of the house of David and, you know, that lineage, that kingdom, his kingdom being forever, right? Mm-hmm. Man, man want to make that argument? You know <laughs> no, what I'm saying? Yeah. But that, I feel like that's the only time Jesus' sex is relevant. Yeah. When, when, whenever do you ever bring it up, like, because Jesus was a male? Like, it's completely really, irrelevant yeah. to Scripture. Again, mm-hmm. and to, to have the idea of you believe in a virgin birth and also rigid enough to be like, he only had... There was a miracle that happened, but that miracle restricted his DNA to only having female chromosomes. And yeah. it's like, come on, guys. You can't you count that if God did... If you could credit God with the virgin birth, you can't credit him with 23 extra chromosomes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just it's just like a leap, a leap of faith. Um, and then the other thing, the other thing that um, the person in this video said... Um, what was it? Are you talking about the spectrum? The oh, the and in the Hebrew, bro. And, and is pretty is pretty simple. It's a simple term. It's yeah. a connecting of words. Yes. Um, and even it, but he, let, let's say let's give this person the benefit of the doubt, right? Okay, a spectrum. That and, and is a spectrum that Hebrew. and is presented as a spectrum in the Hebrew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what what would that even mean? Does that mean that those connecting of these two ideas or these two words has a spectrum of how they can be connected, either whether it's a flexible connection or, or a rigid connection or a sometimes connection or in this context connection. Like, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, and, and the, the word and doesn't have um, a... a its own like the theology like there's no there's i've never heard anybody preach of the word and it's yeah it's i don't even know why he brought that up wait wait hey, hey, hey. don't don't assume oh. his gender uh i don't even know why it brought it up neuter oh oh um because they were they were, they were trying to get to was um he made them male and female Right, male so and female. they try to right male and female being the two extremes, right? The Bible right. is letting you know, hey, by the way, God created male and female. Like it's not even because they're trying to push it that it's a so, social construct, right? Mm-hmm. How, there's how, a spectrum how, in between. Yeah. But how? But how is it a social a social construct when God is telling you, I made them male and female, right? Mm-hmm. So they're they're there's they they find themselves. With this issue of the if I if I'm actually gonna believe the scripture and God is telling me that He made them either male or female, 
right? And nothing in between. You literally, this is this is the most like juvenile way of thinking. You literally have to take the connecting words for male and female, which is the word and, yeah, and turn that yeah. into a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So here we have an example of somebody that doesn't let scripture guide them in their interpretation. Yeah. They have an agenda, obviously. Going into this yep. and just making scripture, bending it yep. to what they want. Yeah, it's like it's like dangerous a full, full contortion, full contortion. And this isn't the only example we have. Yeah, there's much more. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna have to get into there. There's a um and and if you guys are listening to us and into biblical topics, I'm sure you you're into watching and listening to other people. So you might have ran across this person, um, which he's a reverend, apparently. I don't know how. He should lose lose his credentials. <laughs> hey, he probably, he went to some school and they passed, somebody passed yeah. Um Or maybe he didn't and he just took on the title. Who knows? Who knows? There's not, not you know. As, as Stephen Furtick would say, unqualified. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, um, but yeah, and, and we'll talk about him. Um, I don't want to, cause I don't want to give him any kind of promotion, but <laughs> we might get, I, yeah, give, give him viewers. I do think we do need to confront these things as a church because we're like, man, I'm pretty sure that there, you, you have both sides. You have the people that are actually listen to this and are deceived by it and believe it and take it as doctrine. Um, mm-hmm. And there's other people that aren't believers, and they hear this thing and it's like, "Yo, this dude is crazy." Mm-hmm. If this is what Christianity is, guess what? Even more reason for me not to be part of it, right? That's right. Um, so not only is he corrupting the body, he's poisoning the ears of the world too. The world, man, <laughs> um, to scripture, which is which is just sad. Again, when it comes to you know. Understanding scripture, understand there's a proper way to do it. Um, that some people may feel like, oh, that's that's a barrier to entry. Like mm-hmm. you just make making it complicated. And it's like no, it's not complicated. Like there's whole classes on how to understand and read and interpret Shakespeare. Yeah, and it's because there's that's a reason you can read Shakespeare and then you go take a class and they show you the depths of what Shakespeare was doing with his stories and connecting it with, you know, life and, you know, psychology and even scripture itself. Um, and you go, oh, wow, there was, there's so much more to be, you know, gleaned from what I'm reading out of just Shakespeare. But it's, and it's the same with the word, and which I think is one of the beauty things about, beautiful things about the word is that you can read something a thousand times and a thousand times God will speak to you. Yeah, yeah. And every time you just feel that revelation hits you. Yep. And there's some things I that are plain as day there, and you just miss them when you read them the first time. Yep. And maybe God didn't intend for you to see it that first time, but now you need it. Yeah. But um. And it's also a way of like remove removing the clutter of like, man, this is a heavy topic. Yeah. And but let 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 you read it where wherever you're at at the time. If you're not ready for that heaviness. You'll just glance over and be like, man, that was a good thing. And then yeah. you come back and you be like, whoa. 
Yeah, this was a deep thing. Yeah, I get it. A lot of prophetic teachings I get that with. Whenever you see how the scripture all intertwines, it's so intricately yeah. intertwined all together. Oh, that's where a beautiful thing. Where you're like, wait, wait, wait. I read this in the Old Testament mm-hmm. 40 books ago. Yep. And here Jesus is confirming a message that was preached yep. 2,000 years ago. Yep. And, and that, it's, it's awesome. And, that, and, and that's another thing to understand the biblical timeline is probably another crucial thing, right? Because a lot of people just see, oh, here's a book full of pages, and you just read it all together as if it was all kind of mashed up and happening all at the same time, not knowing there's thousands of years sometimes in between, between. events. Yeah, the Bible's what, 4,000 years in the making? Yeah. 4,000 just I about. would say. Yeah. I would say. Um, well, I would say six. Because I definitely think Noah had some form of writing on the boat, um, but but they were they were they were uh, brutes. Uh, what junior? They didn't, had no idea how to write or read. Yeah, or... complete idiots. <laughs> you know, you that can, was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> that was a joke. Just so you could. You got you got you know. Would know how to build a they boat. Were, they were yeah. Neanderthals. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it was. Um, that exp- that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. Uh, we we wanna talk about this topic and continue to um explore it even more. Please, please, guys, stay tuned with us. Um, we are here to be on this journey to learn with you. Um, so if you have anything to comment, you have any two cents to put into anything that we said, if you, Hey, even if you think we're dead wrong and we're crazy and mm. you should be able to interpret line for line alone, let it stand alone. Um, Hey, write it in the comments. Hopefully we might get to it. Um, yeah. whether it's on Facebook, you, YouTube, or wherever you're you listening, know, I'm you sure know you what I would like, what I would like for us to do in the near future, hopefully let's do it. What's up? Uh, a whole segment on just wait. What did he say? <laughs> we we play we play a video just like we did. Yeah. What happened? Sorry, I have my daughter here, guys. There's food right there, baby. There's food. You gotta eat food. Sorry, guys. My daughter's trying to get snacks, and there's real food for her to eat, but she wants snacks. Hey. That's a message, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yep, <laughs> just like that'll just preach. like what we were talking about, right? Exit Jesus. Yeah. You got preach. you gotta get the real food, not the fake food. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, but um yeah, let's do it, Junior. Let's do a segment where it's just what did he just say? Yeah. You know, let's uh, these absurd things that preachers say on the altar. I'm sure we could come up with a whole com- compilation and yeah. we'll we'll get in get in on it. Yeah. And trust me, this is not to bash anybody. I I'm sure there's been times where I, I and I know there's actually we'll, we'll talk about this. There's times where I've said something as I'm preaching, and literally as it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, "That's wrong." <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me, and we need to be honest with it. We need to be honest, like, "Yo." I, I heard a minister one time, right, who came out and he he said something false on TV, mm-hmm. right? And this is where, like, I give him credit. He went and said, "Wow, the next the next time he was on TV." I made a mistake last time I taught. I said this, yeah. but I was wrong. Yeah. This is what it act. I guess maybe he had that Christian mentor on the side. Say, hey, look, you were wrong with your theology yeah. here. 
And but, some, sometimes you just catch it, bro. Sometimes you sometimes you have that idea and in your mind, yo, this is sick, this is dope, so true. And then you vocalize it and you verbalize it, and it's like, mm, I don't, I don't. I've had it happen to me said. before. I, I feel like it happens to me all the time. And hey, credit to those of you who have been corrected by scripture and actually humbled yourselves. Yes. And said, "Wow, I changed my mind yes. based on." Or even if somebody has a debate with you, yeah, you didn't lose the debate if you wind up on the right side. Exactly. You exactly. both won. Yep. So that I think I think that's great. That don't think about winning or losing because if you think about winning or losing, you're gonna consistently continue try and find a way to make your yeah. argument works when the other person is completely destroying it. Or even the Bible is completely destroying it. You continue to work around it and, and you're fighting and it's like, bro, just you know, accept it. Take yeah. the L. Swallow the pride. Yeah. And just say, Hey, look, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. You have convinced me. Yep. People have done it with me before. I have done it with people before. Yep. It's how we grow. Don't be prideful, guys. Nah, don't be. Don't be. And again, remember that word, hermeneutics, the art and science of biblical, biblical interpretation. There's a right and a wrong way to do it. Exegesis is the right way. Jesus is the wrong way. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in, man. This yes. is The Family Chaos. Have a good one, guys. Right now we're about to put these babies to sleep. All right, my love, guys. See you on the next one. See you.